This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. We want to talk today about a few things that we didn't get to last time. Yeah, so we're still talking about utensils, um, but uh, we, we had a few miscellaneous utensils that we, we just we just had more to say on the subject. So maybe we should start with oven mitts. Okay. You, you mentioned oven mitts and, uh, and dish towels. What, when you need to grab a hot pan out of the oven, what do you reach for? So, see, I've kind of got some, some self-worth issues around this. Okay. Because I feel like serious cooks are supposed to grab what we call side towels. Why do they call them side towels? I don't know. But if I had to guess, I think it would be because in a restaurant kitchen, let's say you're wearing an apron that ties okay, around your waist, yeah. and you would probably hook this towel in the in this, the apron string so it hangs at your side. While we're on the subject, why do restaurant people wear aprons like uh, that don't cover the top half of their body? Uh, so that your shirt can look really pretty and your chest can look nice while you're but, <laughs> cooking but you'll get sauce on your chest I know, anyway I, I agree okay. I think it's a little silly anyway right. so I feel like uh, you know if you work in a restaurant in general you will use your side towel to move a hot pan you, you'll use it in the place of oven mitts However, I, uh, <laughs> even when I worked at Delancey and I will say even the cooks who are at Delancey now use oven mitts like industrial oven mitts to remove sheet pans from the oven and things like that because here's my issue with using a towel of any kind for that if you have a towel you are going to be very tempted to use it to absorb liquid oh yeah And the minute that you get it wet, you are going to burn the living crap out of your hand when you touch it to something hot. Are you concerned that um, the cooks at Delancey might think that you just called them out as pussies? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I think that our cooks are comfortable with themselves and their oven mitts. Uh, Would they still be comfortable with themselves if they had a pair of oven mitts hanging off the sides of their aprons? Only if they could put guns in them and use them (laughs) like holsters. (laughs) Yeah. Like you're literally packing heat. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I also use an oven mitt and uh, I, um, I have a a story about oven mitts. I, um, I, used one up recently got to the point where it had like burned through at one point and no longer provided any insulation and so i went to the store to get a new oven mitt 
and I paid $2 extra for one because it had uh, cute pictures of cats on it. I have looked at it many times on your <laughs> your fridge, and I wondered who selected that. I'm, I'm, that was me. I am very intrigued to know that it was you, because what I really love is more than these sort of dancing, frolicking cats on it, it says meow, 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 all around the wrist. Right. Well, uh, my the uh, my excuse here is like that I knew that if, uh, if I brought home this oven mitt and showed it to my daughter, who is eight, um, she would say, oh, so that's so cute. And that would be worth at least two bucks to me. But also, I thought it was cute. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, well, I'm glad that we've cleared up the oven mitts versus side towel things. I feel better. Me too. I feel better. Okay, oven mitts for the win. Yeah. Uh, what about can openers? So, I grew up with an electric can opener, which oh, really? now to me seems like a ridiculous gadget to spend money on. Unless, unless you have arthritis. I guess so. I guess so. I mean, as a kid, it was really fun to sort of just take the can and kind of <laughs> shove it up under there, and it magically stays up. Yeah. Through the power I'm of I'm sort of skeptical of magnets. electric pencil sharpeners also. Ooh, the power of magnets. How do they work? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you so, really want me to go into it? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, I am now a big fan of like the sort of old school hand crank can opener. Yeah, I like me it too. to have a little padding on it because you can kind of hurt your fingers. But... I mean, a, just a good sturdy can opener is absolutely all you need. How do you feel about the the kind that takes the top off without leaving a jagged edge? The safety can I opener. Cannot, I cannot understand how they work, and I, I find them magical. Um, I, I find them uh, magical, except that they don't work. Oh, <laughs> like that, I always, I always find there's like it. a spot that they won't that they won't cleave apart and uh, cleave. Wow. Yeah, luscious wow, din. Wow, luscious din. Uh, uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I prefer full cleavage. Um, I, uh, I well, use so the, then you must really like it when restaurant cooks only wear like a bistro apron instead of a full apron. I think people look good in aprons. Is that weird? Not in a fetish you know, sort I had of a, way. I had a long conversation with some guys I went to high school with because they always thought girls looked really hot in overalls. Yeah, Which is sort I, I of sort an of apron understand look. That. I've never understood that. And I, I was always like, so is it that you're imagining she's naked under the overalls? <sighs> Maybe. I, it, I don't know. That's a good question. Is this an apron I thing was, for well, you? I was going to say, like, like, I think people, and I'm not, I'm not even going to, like, be uh, uh, sexist. About, well, okay, maybe, but uh, but I think people look great from the rear in aprons. I think it has like a nice framing effect. Uh, How about it that? It does. It kind of cinches you at the waist. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, what were we talking about? Mm, I don't know. Uh, aprons, overalls, can openers that can don't openers. work. Yeah. So um, one time I cut my finger really badly on a jagged can lid, and uh, then I'm like, I'm going to get one of those safety can openers. You know, it is not worth uh, losing so much blood. Um, but I, then I hated it and went back to the scary kind. I'll probably cut myself again. Probably, probably while daydreaming about people in aprons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, I think that yes. we should talk about one of the most controversial kitchen utensils Please. out there. I don't know what you're going to say. The garlic press. Oh, that's right. I forgot. It's sitting right Wait next to me, we and I still didn't know what before. you were going to say. Uh, have we? It's possible. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I like the garlic press. Uh, it's another thing that, like, you know, real cooks don't use garlic presses. Uh, I don't care if people think I'm a real cook. I like the garlic press. Uh, it works really well. Uh, it uh, is easier than chopping garlic on the cutting board. I know chopping garlic on the cutting board isn't hard, but I have this nice garlic press. It's also Kuhn Rikon. Look at oh, that. Look at that. Made in Switzerland. Uh, it's, uh, it's all metal. It's easy to clean. It, uh, it wasn't 
it was neither super cheap nor super expensive. I want to say it was like $15. Uh, and I use it all the time. It works great. And we have one at home too. Brandon is actually a big believer in the garlic. Good for press. him. I know. What a man, right? When I first met him, I was sort of anti-garlic press. I think I had sort of absorbed the uh, the the, uh, snobber- absorb the, the snobbery around the garlic, garlic presses. Um, but Brandon is a big believer and we have a very simple model. It's one of those Xylus mm-hmm. ones. Sure. Anyway, um, Brandon, so here's the thing. I mean, if you're going to take garlic and you're going to m- sort of mash it to as fine a consistency as you get it through a, through a press, you're already breaking open all those cell walls yeah. and releasing all those juices that people so loathe garlic presses for doing. So... Uh, to me, I don't, I don't get a big flavor difference between garlic that's no. been pressed and garlic that has been sort of mashed to a paste on a cutting board. No, not at all. Um, the one thing I would say is that I don't use a garlic press when I'm going to be sautéing the garlic. I, I don't want to release all those oils. I find that it's going to cook a little bit better if I um, keep it in more discrete pieces. What what I will do if if I'm going to sauté the garlic, I still use the garlic pr- press, but I put the garlic in near the end yeah, so, it makes sense. so it doesn't burn. Doesn't um, burn. And uh, then just saute it for like a minute and stir it around so the clump gets declumped. But for sure, like if you're going to, um, like there's a chickpea salad that Brandon makes Mm -hmm. that's super simple. And sometimes he likes to add a little bit of garlic to it. But you want the garlic to really just sort of um, just dissolve into into the, you know, the olive oil and lemon juice that are the dressing. Yeah. So he just takes a small garlic clove, maybe he doesn't even use the whole thing, puts it through the press and boom, you get this wonderful sort of nicely dispersed garlic that's really easy to use. Haters, get over yourselves. Yeah, yeah. So actually, we even use a garlic press at Delancey a lot. So truth is out. Uh There you go. Okay, you've got oven mitts, you've got a garlic press. I bet Delancey's going to be really slow tonight because I just admitted that. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's going to be, it's going to be packed because people want to see these, uh, these (laughs) gun-toting oven mitt uh, apron wearing sex bombs that you got working there. Yeah. They'll be really excited to hear that that's how you describe them. (laughs) Are there any reservations available tonight? (laughs) Uh, um, All right. Uh, (laughs) So I had a dream last night uh, about this friend of ours named Joe, who um, Joe is a contractor and a carpenter, and he's helped us with a bunch of stuff at Delancey and stuff like that. Anyway. Does he wear a tool belt with oven mitts hanging off of it? (laughs) Uh, so I had this dream last night that Joe and his wife had started a church and it was, it it was called the Fertility Baptist Church (laughs) of Santa Maria. Okay. (laughs) The Fertility Baptist Church of Santa Maria. Uh And I was looking at like a brochure, like a black and white Xerox. Oh, that's good. They have a brochure. That's important. (laughs) Yeah, they have a brochure. They're actively recruiting Uh new members. Um, and brochures are the way to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, there was this trifold brochure, and it had like this little circle on the front with Joe's face in it. <laughs> and next to it was a quote. And, it, and what he said was, I used to hate eating chicken until I went to the Fertility Baptist Church of Santa Maria. And now I love chicken. <laughs> but the- the weirdest part is that he had changed his name to Sasha. <laughs> but it was definitely 
Joe. It was definitely his face. It was definitely his face. And his wife was the pastor. I knew that his wife was the pastor. <laughs> so what, what, did he, what did he do? He was just the spokesman? <laughs> just the, the spokesman. The, just the chicken guy? Just the chicken guy. And as an aside, mm-hmm. there must have been another part of the dream where I was like having a conversation with Joe and his wife, and they told me that they don't use kitchen utensils at home. <laughs> like, like, like knives and forks and spoons. Oh. The, the, what they do is they have... They use brown rice and clump it around whatever they're eating so they can pick it up in a wad and put it in their mouths with their hands. So who knew brown brown rice was so... Well, that's what people do. I was going to say something serious. That's not a smart idea. Um, That's a wonderful dream. Isn't that great? The Fertility Baptist Church of Santa Maria. amazing. I'm sad that this isn't true. Yeah, me too. Um, I... Joe is Joe should really consider changing his name to Sasha. <laughs> yeah. Um, does, yeah, I, I'm thinking, does everybody have to change their name when they join the Fertility Baptist Church? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, what would, what I'm gonna, would your I'm name gonna be? I'm going to become Tatiana. Oh, wow. Well, because I, I, feel like Sasha, I feel like Sasha has kind of a little bit of like a Russian kind of feel to me. So I feel like maybe we should hmm. all have Russian names. Yuri. Uh, Evgeny. Yevgeny. I like yeah. it. Okay, I'm Yevgeny. Great. I, I think I've told you about the best dream I ever had, right? Uh, maybe it, not. It was. Um, Did it involve somebody in an apron? No. Uh, I mean, the funniest dream I've ever had. So uh, in this in this dream, um, I was in a musical, and there was lots of singing and dancing and stuff. Um, and the musical <laughs> Sounds like a nightmare for me. <laughs> well, yes, it would have been except, uh, except that the musical was um, it was it was uh, set in a McDonald's in Nazi Germany. <laughs> And um, and the title of the musical uh, that I made up in my dream, or possibly came to me uh, through divine inspiration, uh, was "I'm eating my McNuggets in the land of McBigots." <laughs> really, really, oh, that is so great. That yeah. is so great. Uh, yeah. I, okay, I, so a McDonald's in Nazi Germany. Yes. And it was a musical. And it was a musical. I'm eating my McNuggets in the land of McBigots. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, that was many years ago, and I have never had a dream that funny again. Wow. We should um, we should start recording our dreams, and maybe eventually we'll have a whole spilled milk. <laughs> that's a that's a good idea. I, I, dream episode. I think sort of like there, there's sort of a uh, conventional wisdom that that people think their dreams are much funnier than they actually are, and nobody wants to hear about other people's dreams. But I think dreams like those two, I think people want to hear about them. Yeah, I okay. agree. Good. I agree. Find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. Hey, well, so thanks for listening to Spilled Milk. The show that's meeting you tomorrow outside the saloon. High noon. Be there with your guns and your oven mitts. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. You got a good one? No, I'm just no. I'm just thinking about the the spatula, uh, the the oven mitt, uh, gun toting sex bombs. That was funny. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities.